Hello listeners, it's Natalia Mota here. Thank you for listening to Arta Podcast, which simply shares stories behind art. For the last few months, I've been interviewing one of the most successful artists who based in Hong Kong. So if you are curious, you want to feel inspired, or hear how to be an artist in Asia, this podcast is for you. And if you want to learn more about the show, please visit artaapp.com and don't hesitate to leave me a comment. I would love to hear what you think about the show, what you would like to hear in the future, and anything really what is on your mind. Thank you so much. Welcome to episode number six. I will go back a bit in time and tell you a bit about March in Hong Kong. So March in Hong Kong is very intensive, yet so interesting time for people who are into art. There are exhibition opening literally every day, artist talks and after parties sponsored by the most established lifestyle brands. Thousands of creatives come to Hong Kong to see what's new and what's trendy. All this beautiful chaos is due to arrival of annual fair Art Basel, with all major galleries worldwide showcasing their best work. There is also Art Central, Contemporary Art Fair, and more local non-profits, such as one of my favorite Hong Kong Walls Festival, just to name a few. Personally, every year I've discovered a few great concepts and artists who are going above and beyond my expectations. So in this episode, I would like to introduce you to one of this year's hidden gems, Antoine Ramon. He is one of only a few artists in Hong Kong specializing in collage, exploring various techniques and incorporating his European heritage into his Asian lifestyle in a very unique way. On top of that, Antoine has great talent and enormous passion to talk about his work and spreading an epidemic of positive energy wherever he is. And I hope you can feel a bit of that in our conversation. Collage is a great medium to showcase stories filled with multiple symbols and historical references. And we'll explore this topic in detail. Last but not least... We will chat about this unusual pet, a pig, who is not only an art project, but also wants to make the world a better place. So stay tuned. And now, without further delays, join me in the episode number six. Antoine, thank you so much for for your time and for sharing your story with me and with uh, Arta listeners. Usually what I do, I uh, like to go back to the past and to understand uh, your background. So my first question would be, uh, what was your first step uh, on the way to to become artist? And I know that you actually been uh, working in business. So how was the transition in between? Okay. Bonjour Natalia. First of all, I will not continue in French, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I was lucky to have parents who were super cool with my arty education, as long as I was following their formal academic path. And um, I never really sought uh, as a, to, to study art full time. So 
I started with a more business-oriented education, then into business for 15 years. When I was doing a training in 96 uh, in New York, at that time I was already questioning whether if I would go to business or art. That's why I did this training with uh, Auction House, a French one. And this year, 96, a lot of um, things happened for me. I was really into street art, uh, gathering with a lot of uh, artists, street artists. And that brought me to collage. It was my first experience with collage for one year. After collage became like a strong hobby, I was doing but just a few pieces, like two or three pieces per year, um, orders from friends or for fun. I was doing a lot of collage on envelopes. Mm. At that time, internet was not that strong, so we were still communicating. Uh, it was not the Middle Age, but I realized that it was quite a, some time ago. At that mm. time, we were sending <laughs> envelopes with stamps. Uh, I was also making fake stamps, I, I have to admit. <laughs> uh, no cut, it's okay, I admit. Uh, so I was uh, drawing fake stamps, I was uh, making envelopes with collage. And when I moved in Hong Kong nine years ago, then it all started very seriously. I gave up all business activities. And I said, now it's time for me to really do what I want to do. And I don't know if I was really becoming who I was, but it was good time for mm. this transition. It was not that easy, um, but I was lucky enough uh, to get support from friends and families, and they always encouraged me. And luckily, I was never so disappointed or uh, thinking, oh, I should give up. I, I never did, and um, I had so much fun, and it still keeps going on. Yeah. yeah. Voilà. I think this is like so important in life to realize like what what you want to give to people and what what you want to do and what actually truly make you happy. Uh, so so that's for you collage. So did you know straight away? I mean, you mentioned that you actually started from a street uh, art yeah. and then you moved to collage. But right after you start collage, like you knew that you will pursue it uh, in this direction. When you think that you work from around 10 hours per day and something that, okay, it's your bread maker, but you don't really enjoy that much. Uh, when you reach, I was not 40, but when you reach 30 something, you think, is it really want, what I want to spend my days on? And mm. uh, I guess some people don't really think about it or some people try to avoid it. But me, Hong Kong was a, was a uh, was a perfect time uh, for that really uh, deep thinking of what I want to do and um, going back to collage I because I did a lot of photos before and drawing and painting collage was kind of a good combination uh, because I could mix my own photos and yeah, yeah, continue yeah. to draw on my collage not like Peter Bird but of course Peter Bird is a strong character for me. Also, um, there were some environmental issues. Um, I, I thought we were wasting so much paper. This publication in Hong Kong are amazing, like Tatler magazine, the Peak magazine, all those beautiful magazines have amazing photos. And I thought, let's give them a second life. Instead of you reading, you read them and you throw them away, but then you can do something with those pictures. Absolutely. So that was also uh, eco friendly point of view, mm -hmm. 
with recycling art program. Mm -hmm. Perfect, perfect, got it. Um, so, well, my second question was to literally describe your your style. So I think you you did that a bit. Um, do you want to add something like how uh, you are doing the collage and uh, if you can tell us a bit more specific what you are using? You mentioned magazines. Yeah, what in else? 2010, they were mainly based on magazines. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what happened. I think there was a, like a map transition. I love geography, I love map and naval charts. I think at some points I mix this magazine with naval charts from Phuket I get from the boatman and then I mixed uh, with vintage genuine old papers and I guess it's step by step. You know you have one, uh, one texture, one paper that will draw you to a new direction so step by step, I was not using magazines anymore, or I was only collecting vintage style photos in those magazines yeah, yeah, yeah. to mix them with cool. really old ones. But if you blend it well, you don't see which one is a new printing of an old document or what is a natural, genuine mm. one. So that's quite fun to mix these two. And um, and these days, I'm I'm bringing from Europe a lot of really old magazines from the 1920s, 30s. I brought them in my suitcase. Sometimes it's quite funny when customs ask to open my suitcase because they they are very surprised. I just travel with paper and no clothes actually, but this is part of the story. And um, and then I, for the last three years, I guess I started to incorporate ink and drawing into the collage. Originally, it was black ink because of Chinese calligraphy. I did some classes. And I really loved it, but now I bought some uh, color ink, like red ink, blue ink, yellow ink, and I paint some pieces of paper, or I it will become the full background of the collage. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Mm. Very interesting, very interesting. And we'll go back to what you do now and um, and your recent uh, exhibition. But first, I would like to ask about actually the place where we are now which is um, a social studio program, which you are a finalist of, and the, the name is uh, Hard House. So what, if you can tell us what actually the program is about and uh, also about community here. I've been contacted last summer by a Art House organization, which is um, part of the program promoting art creativity in Hong Kong by uh, Anderson Land development and um, they have this amazing uh, place 2,000 square feet in Kennedy Town where we are right now. I have to confirm that it's amazing space. Yes. It's really, really it's, nice. Especially yeah, it Hong has Kong been totally uh, refurbished and uh, yeah. redecorated in a very arty way, a bit like a giant New York loft with uh, raw concrete and architects did an amazing job. It used to be a um, a book printing and binding company long time ago. So they opened last uh, August and I joined the team in uh, October. Actually, we have to to commit to a few rules, of course, because we are maximum 20 artists. Mm -hmm. We were 17 last year. Uh, so just to confirm, it's like a residency program, Yeah, right? it's a residency program. We all have our own uh, accommodation uh, by ourselves. What we do here is just a place for creativity. Mm -hmm. They provide uh, this amazing space for us and um, support. Uh, of course, we 
we buy our own uh, materials and um, and tools. But um, we are coming from ten different countries: French, Japan, uh, Norway, Sweden, USA, Germany. So it's quite fun, and um, we work here every day, uh, time of the day or night. It's always open, and there is always someone here. So you're never alone. You can always make a break, talk. You can also see what others are doing. Mm -hmm. But uh, there is kind of a community spirit. And sometimes I even think like in a church, everybody is so serious. And we all belong to this kind of sect. We are so lucky to have this space. So when people come here, they just keep silence and work, work, work. It's quite amazing. And you could imagine that artists in an open space like that could turn crazy, but it's absolutely not the case. <laughs> Everybody is so serious. And so we, we have um, spaces for each of us. And we have a, a big space in the middle uh, if you need to expand and do bigger size uh, art pieces. So it's really a community spirit and totally free-minded, but at the same time, very... Um, very uh, devoted to art. When you apply, you have to present to Art House organization uh, a few guidelines of your art project, and they try to promote also uh, education, art education in Hong Kong. So that's why uh, we do talks uh, regularly, or we have guests coming. Uh, they can be curators, they can be art-involved people, because they are sometimes looking for local talent. It's true, we are not so many original uh, Hong Kongese people. It's super international. I guess they want some people who like to talk about their art mm -hmm. because we have some issues about sharing. Mm. So if uh, you don't like to talk about your art, I guess it's not the right place. Yeah, but uh, if you are really into communication and willing to, to share, mm -hmm. this is a super place for Mm -mm. Perfect. So, uh, how long you are here already? I, yes, I uh, arrived in October, uh -huh. and uh, so it's my second session. We the sessions are three months, and now they will extend the sessions to six months to give you more time for bigger scale project. Each yeah, of us. yeah, yeah, makes sense definitely. Yes, um, because sometimes three months can be a bit short, mm -hmm. but uh, so the next session will be April to end of September. Cool, cool. Well, I, uh, I'm, I'm sure that uh, that you will stay con and continue, right? I need right? vacation also. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, and so you mentioned that uh, you are devoted here to to art, like um, all the artists. But are, do you sometimes taking any ideas from other artists? Like, do you think that actually the sharing space make you? more creative definitely, or definitely. changing your style as yeah, well? Even when you look at my work, I was really black and the, the ink was, was very strong uh, for the last month. But I don't know what happened, but I guess because of some uh, influence by other artists from the residency, I have one piece which is totally white, which is totally new for me. And uh, that's why when we did the setup of the exhibition, uh, I put my piece of art close to that uh, artist because we really match. And uh, people think, is she her work or is it yours? I say, it's mine, but it really, it's really becoming very close to what she does. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm sure it's, um, you have connections mm -hmm. 
-hmm. between uh, between uh, our creations. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and another question would be about actually Hong Kong itself. So as you mentioned, you are not from Hong Kong. You came, but you came here a really long time ago. And I'm curious how the city itself shaped your art. Like, do you see connection between living in Hong Kong and what you do? I had a first life in Hong Kong from 2000 to 2002. And I tell you, at that time, art scene was very small, definitely. Luckily, I was not into arts that much, so I could survive. I came back eight years later, so 2010, and so it's now nine years, and I, you, you, you can obviously see the, the change. Uh, arts creation, art scene is really improving. Uh, more galleries. I guess they were already local artists, but now you are more artists, international artists coming to live in Hong Kong and work in Hong Kong and show their work. There is still things to be done, definitely. But uh, even the, the, the museum part will improve. It has been delayed, we all know that, but you have more and more uh, places to see art and good art, I mean. To be inspired in the street is, uh, is, um, is one of the big assets in Hong Kong. So um, as a French, even if I live there for quite some years, 12 in total, I always find this event quite amazing or this color incredible or this smell. So your life is kind of extraordinary. And I guess when you have these things popping up every day, then it helps you. Uh, it helps you to, to, to show it uh, in a piece of art. Absolutely. So... Um, I yeah, to be honest, I don't think I would have done it in France. I, I love the word extraordinary, and yeah. I think extraordinary and uh, and Hong Kong, it's it's an equal sign between. Like, I mean, it's just something about the city. Especially for us who come from very different culture. You're Polish, I'm French. Uh, I live in Asia, and Hong Kong is a good mix because it's not the total immersion in a very very Chinese traditional society, but you have the best of both worlds. Uh, you can have some places very Western style, and but the main spirit is, uh, is still Asian. Mm -hmm. And now, to, so now I wanted to ask about this very important point, which is your exhibition, which is actually going on right now as we speak. Um, so could you tell us about, about your latest work? Uh, you mentioned already a bit that you start to use more ink, and, uh, but if you could tell us a bit more about what we can see uh, if we visit, if we visit uh, Hard House. Okay, we started this exhibition um, 21st of March. It will uh, last until 28th of March. Just before Art Basel, um, the idea was to make an event just before the crazy uh, art month in Hong Kong. And that was quite um, a success yesterday because uh, people were not so tired about art, <laughs> luckily. So we get uh, the right people, great people, yeah. and we had so much fun. So that was a very good start. We, um, we ended up, seven, art, seven of us, showing our works. Um, a few pieces each. I, had, I was lucky enough to show seven pieces. 
Um, all of them were collage except one, which was um, a pig. Maybe you saw it with a yeah, feather. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to touch base about this one. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> maybe focus more on this uh, sovereign art project. Uh -huh. But basically, my other collage were um, collage made with a vintage, genuine uh, newspaper from 1930s. I brought from France and uh, mixed with um, hard wood um, print uh, ink which is a Japanese technique called Okio-e. I discovered this in uh, Matsumoto, the birthplace of uh, Okusai. And um, I thought it was amazing to print the ink on old papers because uh, those papers are totally different in a way they absorb ink. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. some will really swallow the ink, some will not that much. So that always gives a bit of magic with the ink printing process. Mm -hmm. Of course, after that, I have to finish with my own brush. And um, so you will have uh, six pieces in this kind of spirit. Mm -hmm. It's strongly inspired by the Aboriginal dream also, because um, you also have a lot of dots uh, to give some movement and energy in the central part of the atomic uh, pieces of collage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And could you tell me a bit more how you are actually that, about the technique? That's very interesting, and I guess a lot of people will be interested in how you are actually uh, putting it together. My tool Starting is very stuff. simple. <laughs> it's a, it's a piece of tree. It's a trunk actually. Uh -huh. I found it in the beach on the beach in Thailand one in uh, Sai Kung. Oh, okay. And so it's Hong Kong. It's based. totally Hong Kong. Yeah, and um, because I could have created it myself, but. It's like in collage, things come to you and you have to deal with what you get, what you were lucky enough to, uh, to have. So I found this piece of wood uh, floating in the sea that has been into the sea for many years, I guess. So it was a bit soft and some parts were not so soft. So when I brushed it and when I cleaned it, you have all those wrinkles um, telling you the age of the tree, actually. Yeah, yeah. So when you put ink on top of that, you have some upper layers and, and, and down layers. And of course, it will not print the same way. So you just have to be careful the way you print and you press with your piece of paper mm -hmm. on it and how much ink you put on that uh, piece yeah. of wood. Yeah, yeah. So this is, a, this is a technique, but this is quite the normal process for ink printing. Mm -hmm. The only thing is that it's not a proper tool. It's a, it's a trunk. Uh -huh. And also paper is very fragile because it's an old one. Yeah, so yeah. at the end of the day, the alchemy is quite Fragile, fragile yeah. and it's quite funny. Did you accidentally destroy uh, some almost ready uh, artwork? Uh, did it happen to you? Or you were lucky enough that... No, uh, there is always room to correct it. This is what is funny with collage. You can always, in a way, cheat. You can, if you make a mistake, you can paste something on top of it. Mm -hmm. And it's not a problem if you have overlapping of papers. It's part of the process. Yeah, so, yeah. of course, if you make a hole in it, then at the end of the day, you will find some other pieces that can match and you can glue them on top. Uh -huh. So, this is a difference between drawing and uh, fine drawing and, and collage. Mm -hmm. Fine drawing, at some point, you cannot, uh, you cannot clear, you cannot correct anymore. It's, otherwise, it will damage the total piece of art. But with collage, you can always add some things. Yeah, and also with ink, you can adjust a bit, you can put more yeah. ink on some parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and do you love to experiment, and 
Actually, Jack, I would love to also come back to one of your oldest projects, the one uh, uh, about uh, which you were inspired about the Greek mythology, uh, which I like a lot uh, as well. But if you can tell me um, if there is any new technique which you actually thinking about incorporating in the new artworks. Maybe you can see on my desk there are some, uh, some leaves of bamboos. Uh, it's not papyrus, but uh, this should be something to be done with a, with a bamboo. Because uh, I don't know how it will absorb ink. It's not paper, it's not a normal mm -hmm. leaf. And uh, in French we say imputrescible. These leaves are very... Um, uh, they cannot be easily destroyed. And they are in a way toxic. So I want to make some experiments with this. Also, I get some um, some silk uh, canvases from the watchmaking industry, oh, wow. and I want to ex uh, to experiment um, ink on, on them and then glue uh, small characters. So there will be a series about this based on silk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, very interesting. Very yeah. interesting. I'm very curious what what um, you do. It uh, will be for with, next uh, year French May. Yeah, 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 and also you, you will also exhibit uh, in the French May this year. Yeah. <laughs> so it's coming in actually in one month, right? Um, exactly. Um, my show, which will be called Life is a Journey, will take place here in a heart house, Kennedy Town, from 9th of May uh, for two weeks. The exhibition party will be that Thursday 9th of May. And um, there will be 10... Uh, frescoes of uh, black and white uh, inked uh, collage. On top of that, I will put new pieces I'm working on. There should be around 40 collage. Oh, so wow. that will be quite a lot because I'm so lucky to have such a large space. So you can... Usually with uh, galleries in Hong Kong, you, you cannot put 40 pieces. No. But here, I think it will be possible. So there will be maybe the biggest exhibition of my art in Hong Kong. Oh, wow. And it will be the number 27 or 28, so I'm glad. Super cool. Super I cannot cool. wait. Going back to this <laughs> exhibition, which, which, which we have right now, um, I think the funniest element is definitely the peak, which it's any extra element. So if you could tell us a bit more about the peak and uh, what, 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 what is it, actually? Pig Z, this is his name, uh, because he looks a bit like a zebra. Um, uh -huh. To have a better idea, go on my Instagram or Facebook, you will see him. Um, it's a part of a project for charity by Sovereign uh, Art Foundation. Every year they organize this charity and they will be sold at auction. So they provide the artists in Hong Kong with, uh, with uh, very basic raw pigs we had to customize. Then I chose to to raise uh, some um, question about identity. That's why I thought what will eventually become this pig. Imagine I put feather on it and then I paint him like a zebra. So I start to glue my pig. I took my pillow. It's really my pillow from Ikea. And I get the feather out <laughs> so of it. So no pillow at home. Yeah, this pig knows all my thoughts, all my dreams. So I put um, all the feathers uh, on, the, on the pig, which was glued. And uh, I let it dry, and then I start to paint, to paint like stripes from a zebra. 
Actually, you cannot really paint on a feather, mm. uh, but if you mix with glue, this is a tip technique. Uh, you can, you can. So I mix uh, ink and uh, black ink and a little bit of glue, and then I start to do my stripes like a zebra. And the result is quite fun. Uh, people tend to like it. Uh, I like it. A yeah, lot. it's uh, it's a cute uh, piggy uh, with feather and looking like a zebra. So it's a bit like. Uh, me living in Hong Kong for 12 years. Uh, am I really French? Uh, I am a little bit Chinese, I guess, my way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And um, we are all uh, mixed in Hong Kong. Uh, even yeah. uh, if we were born and raised in Europe, after 10 years in Hong Kong, you, you don't think exactly like Western people do. Uh, it really happens when you go home. Uh, you think, uh, I belong there, but it's not 100% me anymore. Yeah, I have some, I had some influence from my daily life in Asia. And I guess, uh, this pig is quite representative of many of us mixed, uh, in Hong Kong. I totally agree. And it's, I think it's a, this kind of, uh, 21st, uh, century thinking that if you are French, you don't need to really live in France or, or you don't need to behave in a way your your maybe your parents or your grandfathers did but you can actually create your own space and your own life and and you can be a zebra if you want right and exactly and it, it's actually very funny and smart way of showing it especially with the feather and the ink on it the the zebra it's like showing like to uh, that you can be really crazy so like really fantastic job is there like a competition they are actually scoring which pig yes, is the best? Yes, it will happen. Yes, uh, they will select the best uh, loved pigs. <laughs> so I, I don't know how, what, what exactly will be the process, but there will be some um, vote. And depending on the voting, there will be some um, uh, contenders and uh, finalists. Um, I think there is even prizes for fin finalists. I don't know, but the end at the end of the day, the idea is really to to sell them for charity and uh -huh. raise money for uh, um, kids in need. I think. Great. Like, yeah. I mean, I will make sure that uh, I will attach a link um, to Thank the you. charity and yeah. that everyone can see your pic and uh, yeah. hopefully I think it will be will... on display uh, somewhere in uh, Central. Perfect. Prior to the auction. Uh, Sarah Art is doing this show every year, but uh, for what I remember, it was not it was not really one topic. But this year, because of the year of the pig, of course, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they, they use this as a as a symbol uh, for the 2009 contest. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I look forward to it, and maybe maybe the your pig will find a new home. Yeah, so. I don't know. I I I think it will find a new home. Otherwise. I take it back home. <laughs> I love it. Or I will see but it. it's it's a bit a mascot here in the studio. Now people uh, come to see no, it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, they they don't feel it, but they they like the pig. It's like our pet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, cool, cool. Um, so what else I would like to ask is: Is there any project or specific artwork which you are particularly proud of? Um, due to any like story behind um, or attached to, to, to a piece of art? I think the first black ink I did on, on old papers that it's still in my, in my uh, dining room in, uh, at home, I really loved it because it was the first one and uh, that was a big step for me 
leaving the pure collage, 100% paper and glue, nothing else, and this transition to an extra medium, because it was not pure collage anymore. That's why it's more mixed media. Mm -hmm. I start to draw more and more, and that time when I did the ink was really uh, a big change for me. And it's a big, it's quite a big one. I don't think I will ever sell it. I really love it, and I'm very happy to keep it at home. So this piece. Um, I uh, I really enjoy it, and I was uh, I was quite surprised because it was it was an experiment, and it it did well, and uh, the final result was was quite good. Cool. So it's, it's a bit like the grandfather of this series that you can see today. Perfect. Yeah. So Perfect. I want to keep the grandfather. Cool. You should. You should yeah. definitely. And then another question um would be if you would have a chance to hang out with some super famous artists dead or alive who would it be uh, i guess a bunch <laughs> of them i would love to meet uh, but i just went to the asia society last weekend mm -hmm. and i saw one of my favorite contemporary artists which is uh, james terrell so this is this kind of I, uh, light art that I could never do, absolutely never, because I'm not a tall guy from technique and with uh, electricity, power issues. But I really have the feeling to travel when I look at his art pieces. Uh, I had the chance to see a lot of, in, of his installation in Naoshima and Teshima in Japan. And now we are so lucky to have one in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I was really amazed by his work and I, uh, I wonder how he, he came to that uh, art expertise. So, yeah, this day I would really love to meet him. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, I, I would like to hang out with him too, actually. Yeah, I think he was born in 1948, so he's not that young anymore. Yeah. And, uh, we should probably go back in time a bit. Yeah, he's a uh, time machine. Yeah, he's, um, I think he's still living in, in California or US. But uh, yeah, I would love to meet him. Cool, cool, cool. And actually the last thing which I would like to ask, and but is extremely important, is actually how your fans could find you online and offline. So we already know that where you have your studio. Um, anywhere else? I'd like to be to attend my opening shows. So um, sure. if you see an opening show, I'm 100% sure to be there. So usually my shows are in Singapore, Hong Kong and Paris. Paris is the summer season because I go there for vacation. Sure. So um, rest of the time you can meet me in Hong Kong three or four days a week in, uh, in Art House. Otherwise, uh, online, uh, I was not into digital communication and media, but I must, and I have to admit that uh, now I spend quite a significant amount of time uh, posting uh, what I'm doing and, uh, and, and showing online. So, of course, uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook. Mm. And um, I have a website that I need to update, but uh, it's still around www.antoineramo.com. Uh -huh. And uh, uh, what about your Instagram? What's your... Instagram is Antoine uh, underscore Rameau. 
Perfect. Wow. Well, I will I will include this, of course, uh, to you. to our interview, so everyone can find you and and follow. Uh, and it's great that you are sharing uh, work and you remember to uh, to do extra pictures for for your fans, so they can see as well how you work and um, and also visit your your studio, which it's which it's so great. Uh, to see how you work and you have this super cool desk with all the uh, inspirations and and magazines etc. It's uh, it's really cool to see. Yeah, the big storing place. Uh, the before and after, right? Definitely, definitely. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for your time, and uh, I'm absolutely sure that it's not the last interview which which we which we do, and I look forward to May uh, exhibition, which will be like really cool to see such a big exhibition, solo exhibition, and. Uh, Congratulations on what you achieved already, and it's absolutely amazing. Um, so, guys, like you have to, you have to follow uh, Antoine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's my, it's my turn to say thank you so much for this interview. My pleasure, and um, and I'm, uh, I'm glad uh, I met you, and uh, yeah, and I had uh, the chance to to have you at the party and to come again today. Um, pleasure but, to uh, Like Art House is doing. Um, if you do your art for yourself in your small naughty corner, I think it's a bit of shame, you know, it's a bit mm. of pity also. Uh, we have to share. We have to definitely share where we are good at, our good experience, share our knowledge. So I, I always saw this way, uh, no matter it was art or not. Uh, when I go traveling to some amazing places, I like to share these places. and. Um, that's also why you, you will see so many places of traveling on my Instagram. Some people say, why don't you focus on art and do only your pieces of art? I say, because traveling is also totally part of my life Absolutely. and it's part of my inspiration. So when I'm traveling in amazing places in Asia, uh, it will have a total impact on me, like this, the blue sea or amazing Tibetan mountains or mm. stones or river. Mm -hmm. So it's totally part of the DNA process of creation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, so so your your routine would be. Are you? Do you have like a routine actually? Uh, like every day when you wake up and you try to create something, are you doing like some magic in like coffee making, listen to your favorite song, no, no, etc.? No, absolutely no habit. I hate habits. Uh, <laughs> every day is different. I uh, if I don't want to come to the studio, I don't. I have this total freedom, which awesome. is a real luxury, I know. And uh, I also work from home. Like for the small pieces, I prefer to do them at home. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, no, there is no real process. Sometimes I don't feel like creating, but anyway, at the end of the day, I did something. But uh, and sometimes I am in a super creative uh, mindset and. Uh, Production is very low. I don't know <laughs> why. Uh, depend also on the music. Depend on the yeah, weather. Yeah, many yeah, different yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah, cool. I, yeah, I, I, I'm getting yeah. yeah for example, the pig. I, I was not. Uh, I was uh, not that confident of the result with the feather because uh, when I start to glue them, it was total experiment, and uh, I didn't know what would be the texture of the skin of the pig. But luckily, it went well. Uh, of course, it cannot be under the rain. Mm -mm. Uh, otherwise, it will uh, curl uh, like, a, <laughs> like a ship. I don't know. It will have another incident. 
Well, we can do some experiments with this too. <laughs> no, I had enough with that pig. Now I must do something else. And I have to work for the Frenchman. <laughs> yes. Well, anyway, so I will not uh, stop you any longer. Uh, I know that you are very busy with uh, Art Basel and you have so many interviews as well. So, uh, again, thank you so much. No, and, my pleasure. Uh, thank you so, so much, much for your time. Yeah. And uh, keep in touch. Thank you for listening to this episode and as always, please don't hesitate to leave me a comment. I would love to hear what you think about the show and look forward to the next episode. Thank you.